Life is beautiful, right? We just gotta figure it out. Whatever you do, don't quit. Man, there's gonna be hard times, but you gotta keep moving. You're supposed to feel, you're supposed to grieve. I think I've tried every diet in the book. What are the five tips to a successful relationship? Motherhood, it's scary, but listen, I love every moment, even the bad. Let's get real, let's talk about it. Hey family, how's it going? It's Angie Q here. And listen, it's my first episode of my podcast, the Angie Q podcast. And this episode is called It's Okay to Not Be Okay. I'm gonna say that again if you didn't hear me. It's okay to not be okay. I had the opportunity to have one of my old school friends from college, Seth Spencer, join me on this episode. Uh, Seth is currently a life coach at one of the universities out in Central Florida. And he pretty much has been doing his thing for the past six years. He's phenomenal at what he does. Not only was he a light in my life when I was making that transition into college, he's been doing it for hundreds of other people in the past six years that he's been in the industry. So I had a great conversation with him and and we kept it honest. We kept it real. Take a listen. As an adult, the biggest thing that I've been living through for the past, I can honestly say five years strong, uh, is just, you know, obviously I became an adult, right? So not only did I make the transition of you know going into my career got into the biggest serious relationship I ever been in my life which was beautiful I started my family I became a mom um, yeah you know it's crazy so it's so many things right. have been happening and I'm like and mm, every day is not gonna be okay and one thing that I noticed is that I realized that I struggled with mental health yeah. and it's something that I never really entertained or thought of or even pictured myself going through, you know, even when I was in college. And it's crazy that I I realized that now as an adult, when everything started happening, when I started hitting all of these new seasons, I realized, hey, Ange, you're not doing too good, you know? Because a lot of people, at least myself included, I felt like I was the only person going through what I was going through. And I felt that almost as if I didn't have, you know, someone that I could just reach out to. Even though I have a, a crazy supportive family, super supportive friends, and those moments of like weakness and vulnerability, at least for me call it pride. I don't know. I, I just, to me, it was so difficult to just be able to be that transparent and, and, and show my family and friends that, Hey, I'm weak right now and I'm struggling. Um, sometimes I put that pressure on myself that I can't afford to mess up. I can't afford to be in my feelings. I can't afford to be feeling sorry for myself. I can't afford to, to, to mourn on anything. And I have to always keep it moving because I owe that to myself, not only to myself, but to my family. And and I put this in an immense amount of pressure on myself. But I, I came, like I said, to realizing that it is okay to not be okay. The biggest mistake you can make is thinking that there's something wrong with you when there's something wrong with your circumstances. That you're not a good person or that you're, you know, not deserving or not meant to to receive whatever blessings are coming your way because of your circumstances. They try to determine their character just based off their circumstances because at the end of the day, things happen, right? Things happen all the time. Oh my gosh, absolutely. You you know, you get to um, a point where you you talk to so many students or or just people who are willing to open up and Share with you, which is which is an honor in itself, and you know you hear a lot of the same thing that you're saying, Angie, is that you know they 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 feel like they're alone, but 
they don't realize that they feel that way until you ask them, well, who else have you told or who, who do you have to talk to about this? And they just kind of, you know, maybe shrug their shoulders or they think for a minute and they, they just kind of say like, well, I mean, nobody really, you know? Yeah. And, you know, then you ask, well, why not? What, like, why, why do you feel like you haven't told somebody? And, you know, when you encourage them to really think about it, it's, it's interesting the responses you get because people will ultimately come to the conclusion that they felt by themselves or isolated or alone almost every single time and or you know and another another thing is is uh maybe they felt ashamed like uh there was something wrong with them or something like that yeah all of these people who are going through it aren't talking to each other so because they feel that way they they don't talk to anybody else about it and so then they automatically cut off the the very the closest people to them yeah you know you you cut off the closest helping hand by just not talking about it and you know, it's 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 no fault to, to to anybody, but I think if we can encourage a, in the conversation of mental health to talk about it rather than continuing to go about our day as if it's not happening, and that if we ignore it, it'll disappear, which uh, is a is a epidemic in itself. We can we can get help and and, and find resolution so much faster. But absolutely, um, yeah, and, and I mean that's why like anytime someone someone you know comes in and they're like, um, hey, like do you mind if I talk? about something I've, I've got something I want to share with you um, I, I've just been struggling a little bit with you know some some uh, anxiety or some depression or you know and like my first response and my first genuine feeling is always, is always like hey I, I am so proud of you because I know that even voicing that yeah had to be one of the most difficult things that you've done in, in, in maybe a little while yeah um, that's been that's been something that's been interesting to to navigate with people is when they finally voice it now helping them internalize and figure out, okay, now I need to figure out what this looks like for me as an individual to work through this because it's not going to be the same for everybody. For sure. And that's the biggest thing too, Seth. I feel like um, the first step, like you said, Anja, I'm, I'm so proud when someone comes to me and says, hey, look, I've been struggling with this and they have the the courage to just be able to voice it. I think before that, even though like Seth, like I think for me, it was just accepting it, right? I. Yeah. I kind of realized I was going through like a a sense of depression for a while. And I was like, man, Ange, you're not depressed. You're just being lazy or Ange, you can't (laughs) be your, your anxiety attacks. They're just happening because you're, you're just, you're filling yourself with, with all of this stress. But it's so crazy when you really like take the time to not only like you were, you were, you emphasized earlier at the beginning of it, of this episode, you said you had the gift of listening, right? And it's, it's crazy. I realized, man, Ange, you have to listen to yourself. Um, I never really took the time to do that. And I feel like once I started doing that as an adult, when things were drastically changing for me emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually, I really had to take that time to sit back and be like, whoa, okay, what's going on? And let me dissect this. You're not alone in this situation. Um, millions upon millions of people you know, struggle with mental health every day. And sometimes it's not even just about them, it's just the circumstances that are in. And one thing that I've learned is your perspective and your intent carries so much weight. I'm gonna say that again, your perspective and your intent, being intentional, carries so much weight when it comes to your mental health. And what I've learned 
firsthand is that as soon as I started gaining a better perspective and taking control of my perspective when it comes to my life, when it comes to situations, when it comes to the positions that I'm in, when it comes to taking on multiple things at a time, when it comes to weathering that storm, my perspective, when that was changed, when I started being intentional with how I chose to view things or feel or to tell myself, you know, Angela, it is okay to not be okay. And at the end of the day, you will get through this and this too shall pass. And when you start training your mind and and being intentional with saying, you know what, I know I'm going to get overwhelmed, but at the end of the day, I am blessed and grateful to be in the position that I am. I'm thankful for to be, you know, to have the life that I have, to have these, you know, the, what I need, yet not what I want. And and just reminding yourself of the little small victories that you come across because they're there. Even in the darkest moments, there's small victories that happen. Except, you know, it's just when we're in that dark space, we fail to see that completely. So being intentional of seeing that, changing your perspective, and then being intentional when it comes to choosing joy. It's so easy to wake up and be in a funk and and be upset or not be happy or annoyed by certain things, certain people, um, you know, not having the energy, you know, kind of falling back, being a little lazy when it comes to certain things that you got to get done in your life. It's so easy to wake up and choose that lifestyle. The challenge is, the challenge is you being intentional to say, you know what? Today's gonna be a great day. And why is it gonna be a great day? And there you go, reminding yourself of the small victories, reminding yourself of why you should be so thankful and grateful for the life that you do have in those small victories. And then telling yourself that whatever is not happening the way it is, the way that you want it to, or if things aren't, you know, the best circumstances in your life right now, you claiming and you telling yourself and reminding yourself that it's not always gonna be like this. And I have the power and the gifts, the energy and the favor over my life that I'm gonna make a difference and I'm gonna change what's happening. Yeah, it could be overwhelming to think like, man, well, where do I begin? How do I even get started? It just takes one step, y'all one step the best way to think about it is really think about what are what are keys that are good for your mental health because if you're doing things that are good for your mental health then your your mental health will either strengthen or it will um you know stabilize but if you're not doing those things then that's where i think you'll start to see some decline and i didn't say this prior but i just want to i just want to emphasize i'm not a mental health professional and i don't i don't have like mental health training although i've, I've dealt with several crisis situations dealing with mental health I'm, I'm nowhere near a professional or or trained but these are things that i've i've found are helpful and i've um you know sort of through my own research have found to be insightful at least so um a couple of those things are social connection staying active uh, managing stress eating a brain healthy diet right things that are going to um on a molecular level when you digest them going to improve some aspect of your chemical balance um getting quality sleep is huge and it's no wonder that college students and high schoolers (laughs) are struggling with a lot of you know not not mental illness, but mental health issues because there's a lot there's a lack instability. of instability. Yeah, you know it's 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 kind of crazy when you think about it. But it's funny too, like when you when you point these things out to people, like hey, have you like how do you feel like you do on these things on a scale from one to ten? And a couple of them they may give you you know you know above a five, but yeah. for several of them they'll give you below a five, and you're like, well, 
maybe these are some things i'm making it (laughs) yeah yeah and then the last one is just um finding meaning and purpose and that that's kind of deep and philosophical but um that's one of the biggest things that sets us apart from the rest of the universe uh or or creation i don't know if there's other life out there i haven't done the the research on that but but finding meaning and purpose like humans have always had the ability to even in the most menial tasks like the most you know like tedious of responsibilities like humans have this innate ability to create meaning and purpose out of what their hands do for work or what they're what they put their minds to and um when when we lose that that drive to find that meaning and purpose that's a good sign that we are starting to decline in our overall mental health and we need to start doing things to to rectify that mom used to always say that the way you keep your room like in college she used to say the way you keep your room is a reflection of how your life Uh, is like how your current state is so if it's a hot mess usually more so your life is kind of a little chaotic or (laughs) you're struggling a little bit you know and she i used to take that advice to heart man and it was so true when i was having those bad days even to this day if if i'm having a rough day um you know i definitely see that within my environment um because mentally i'm fogged out and I have no desire to 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 kind of get it in order uh, until it kind of clicks and it says, okay, and this is enough. You're you're definitely in your feelings now, or you're too in your head. Let's shake this off and let's let's get yeah. ready for the day. Because I remember being in such a low, low, dark moment of my life, and I couldn't really understand why. I was almost feeling unbalanced, even though I was still functioning and 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 doing everything that I'm supposed to do and doing it well. I was still having these internal battles emotionally of uh, of just myself, and I and I couldn't understand why. I think that was the most frustrating part too, is because I felt that I was losing who I once was. I was losing that ambitious girl. I was losing that hungry, you know, goal-oriented, I'm gonna master my day mentality and executing all of my routines. And I I feel like I was just, I was losing touch of her and losing sight of her. And it, it was scary and it was frustrating. And I think that's what led into a sense of depression and, it built a lot of anxiety. Yeah, well, and that goes back into, you know, the keys to maintaining mental health is, you know, social connection. So when you find yourself disconnecting, that's a red flag. Yeah. Um, staying active. So when you start just laying laying things around your room, not putting things where they go, um, you, you, you stop going to the gym or stop going out to lunch with friends. Social um, stuff, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that's a red flag. Managing stress. Um, so when you stop doing, like when you stop cognitively um, b- being aware of how things are stressing you out, and you just kind of either give in or don't care, that's that's a red flag. Um, eating whatever you want. Um, I mean, that's a that's a red flag for a, a lot of us. I, I stress eat like crazy. Yeah. I I mean, that's how that's one of my red flags is I know that I'm not okay when I come home and I eat an entire bag of Doritos, yeah. like family size bag of Cool Ranch Doritos. Oof, now, yeah. like the fact that they're Cool Ranch doesn't excuse no. the behavior, right? Absolutely. Like, Absolutely they're amazing, not. but at the same time, that's not, that's not okay. Yeah. <laughs> and um, having people in my life that are, are willing to call me out and identify that 
And, um, and, and, and I'll be honest, like I'll ask people to like call me out on stuff like that when they see it. Yeah. And my first reaction, no matter what, is to be defensive. It's like, well, you don't know the kind of day I have. And until again, I realized that it's okay for me not to feel okay at times. But at the end of the day, it's what do you do about it? What do you do about it? Do you choose to soak in that? Do you choose to just be in your feelings and allow the world to just attract everything that you're putting out there? So allowing other things to fall and tumble and create complete chaos in your life? Or do you take a stand for yourself more than anything, not for anyone else, but for you, for you, the individual? And do you say, you know what? I'm not going to let none of this stop me. And I'm going to do everything in my power to be intentional when it comes to my life when it comes to my thoughts, when it comes to my feelings, when it comes to my energy, man, let me tell you, another thing that I had to learn very, very, very uh, quickly was boundaries, self-boundaries. Learning how to say no, learning how to choose me before anything else. There's a difference between being selfish and there's a difference when, to being to having healthy boundaries. I've read numerous books on boundaries you know, articles left and right that I, on my spare time, I try to look into. And the importance of setting boundaries for self is so, so, so important when it comes to gaining that control and gaining that strength back to say, you know what, I'm going to be okay. And having that hope and that faith that better, better days are coming. Right. So I wanted to take the time to kick off this podcast letting you know, hey, I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to be real. I'm letting you know that not every day is Angie okay, but I make things happen. At the end of the day, I've been learning as I go, as a new mom, you know, as a young adult, as a career-driven woman. I'm learning as I go, and I'm so glad that you get to join me on this journey. Um, each episode that I release is going to just kind of rip off another layer of what's going on in my life or just something that I could relate to or that I'm trying to learn more about. So, and I'm so happy Seth Spencer was able to join us in this conversation with It's Okay to Not Be Okay, episode one. And listen, Seth has his own platform that he's building from the ground up and it has a pretty dope concept. So wait till you hear what it's about. Seth, talk to him. Yeah, yeah. So um, it, it is but a humble, humble podcast. Um, there's, you know, maybe 20 something episodes, if that, but we're, we're working on maybe restructuring or relaunching, but it's called the Metaxas Co podcast. And the word Metaxas actually comes from a Plutonian word, Metaxi, which means the in-between or mm. the, the, the tension of. And so it's the idea um, that there is this in-betweenness between white and black and between dark and light and between, um, you know, rough and soft and, and, and all of these different, you know, yeah. dichotomies. But the, the reality is that we are, we are constantly facing tension in every area of our lives. And the podcast really just serves to talk about tensions we don't normally think about all the time. Mm. Um, you know, we, we, we started the podcast, me and a group of, group of friends that I actually oversaw as students while I was at, um, you know, my, my previous university and uh, at Southeastern and, you know, they're graduated. And we, we had talked about this idea of starting this podcast and, and really talking about things and these issues that people were ignoring because it was too tense or yeah. there, were, there was too much tension in the room when, when you talked about it. 
but really just trying to provide a gateway to the conversation. You know, we don't claim to have solutions and we, we, we don't claim to be experts in anything. Um, we actually regularly talk about um, having a community of fact checkers <laughs> checking what we're saying because the reality is we're just talking. Yeah. Like, that's it. We're just friends talking about issues that we think are important. And yeah. so we're working on restructuring it probably probably into um, more of a podcast like this where there's some interviews, um, where there's also, you know, maybe just some some insightful tips on how to deal with certain tensions and things like that. But, you know, we talk about the whole um you know George Floyd um, and 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 all of the Black Lives Matter movement that yeah. was going on, um, you know, last summer, a couple summers ago now. And um, you know, we talk about the election and we talk about a lot of things that seem seem really tense. And we yeah. try to provide perspective from multiple sides while still acknowledging that there is a very very true reality here um yeah. and, and and that is that there there was you know um something wrong that was done or something that that could have been avoided and so um yeah and we just get after it and and it's that's so cool man yeah so um so that's 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 the podcast there we're also on instagram and twitter um metaxas co um spell on, that out for us uh, yeah so metaxas co is um m-e-t-a-x-i-s um, and then just co period. So CO period. And yeah, so really just trying to help people manage that, that tension, that in-betweenness that they find themselves in and, um, help people transition well from thing to thing. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So that's the podcast. If you go on the Instagram, there's nothing on there right now. We did a, we did a clean sweep for <laughs> yeah. a relaunch, but. But still yeah, though, it's but, growing. It has an amazing concept and it's going to be such a solid platform once you, once you guys really start going. Yeah. 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 Wait. So, so, so we're excited and, um, um, we're, we're, we're going to keep moving with that. If, and obviously people can reach out to me as well on, um, social media, Seth T Spencer on Instagram and shoot me a DM and let me know you heard this episode and yes. we can start talking and see what we can do. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, Seth. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast and, and just taking part in my first episode. Yes. I can't believe it. Congratulations, the inaugural. I can't believe it. It's okay to not be okay, people. And uh, listen, we're going to have all of this information on our website. Um, also, uh, make sure that you follow Seth on social media. If you guys can build that following and like he said, DM him, let him know that you listen to this podcast. That would be phenomenal. Well, there you have it. I appreciate you guys tuning in. As always, remember, it's okay to not be okay. And as always, stay blessed, everyone. Send me an email at theangiqpodcast at gmail.com. Send me some topics or, hey, if you want to be a guest, you can also email me and maybe we can kind of dive in and something that could be our next topic of conversation. You never know. Every two weeks, a brand new podcast will be hitting the airwaves. And I hope you join us on the Angie Q podcast. You know, I really believe everyone has a story and that story can change the game.